Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. And we are doing it live. A little bit late. But we're always on time, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, just like uh, 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 always late, but on time. Joey Cavino, late across the finish line. How are you, buddy? Oh, that's aggressive. Uh, good, good. Having What's- a great uh, great weekend. It was in the 70s up here in uh, Boston. So I'm just excited to talk to Marcus and Mike tonight. Nice. Uh, somebody who didn't make it to the finish line, but he is a doctor in real life, so he wins. Uh, James O'Corley, how are you? Goodness. Shots fired already into the episode. Oh, we come know on. Leaning into now. I just said that you just win in real life. Would you rather be good at the race and shit in real life like me? Or would you rather be like, you know, like. I wish I could be good like Jen on both, right? Make it to the finish line and be good in real Well, life. that was the next way. That was the. Fi- that was, yes. And uh, the, the lady who has it all, not only does she yeah. get win it real life, she gets to like. You know, make it to the finish line, and she has everything. This is Jen. Jen Hudak, you have it all. Thank you for I'm sprinkling learning, some I'm on us. i things about myself as we sit here today. This is amazing. It's like therapy. It and nice the team that three out of the four of us had in the top three picks preseason, Marcus and Michael, the brothers, how are you? Everything good? One's in an airport. Hey, what up, everybody? What up, everybody? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Gosh. Hey, just for everybody that's in the chat, understand that Justin is is medicated right now. <laughs> they could tell. So they already know. You got to give him a pass. <laughs> he's already shouting me out. Jesus. We just got on, and for like within two minutes, dude, he's already narking. So I can see yeah. how this is going to be. I, that's okay. I got lots of shots. I can fire, sir. Let's go. It's going to be spicy now. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. All right. Uh, everything good? Everybody sounding good? All right. Everybody seems to be good. Sorry. Chad is looking good as well. Hey, what's up, Michelle? How's everything going? Bobby, what's going on? All right. Okay, cool. All right. So we're starting in Toulouse, France. This is the 20th time they've been to France. They've only been to one other country more. Does anybody know what that is? Italy. Germany. Germany or England? Germany. I think UK. China, 21. They've been to China, China 21 times. They've been to uh, France, 20th. I was pissed off when I saw France on the roster, but I was pleasantly surprised. This was a yeah. beautiful, incredibly beautiful leg. I loved every part of this uh, like aspect of the country, how hard it was to find stuff. The the terrain was three dimensional, not just flat roads. It's up, down. It's like you got to go down hills to go around a mountain and over a thing. Like I love the, the I mean castles. Uh, I'm a nerd for that stuff. This was absolutely incredible. How do you guys feel about France or visiting countries for the twentieth time? Well, you know how I personally feel about France and the race. Not a great lead, so block that one out. <laughs> um, I do have a question for Marcus and Michael. At what point in the race do you find out what country you're going to? Because I know for all of us, when we were traveling commercial, we kind of ripped the clue and find out. But when did y'all find out? That was before. So, like, after, you know, say, Jordan, 
before we board the plane, Phil would tell us where we're going next. Yeah. Mm. There, there was a couple of times where they didn't tell us, right? Obviously, we left yeah. L.A. They didn't tell us we were going to Germany. So when we're landing in Munich, that we, we see all the German sides. And actually, when we left Amman to go to France, they didn't tell us, but somebody made a mistake and they put Toulouse on our boarding pass. So we knew that we were going to France. That was somebody's mistake. Oops. It happens. Yep. It happens, you know, just like they, they pre- I mean, Okay. Sorry, it's like, I mean, not all the teams knew Toulouse, Toulouse France, right? They were like, oh, where are we going? What is this? Nah, and I secretly knew because I've been in Germany before. So I was like, oh, that's France. Yeah, I mean, being in the military, uh, you guys have traveled in a lot of countries in Europe, and especially if you have a week or two to go on vacation, you can literally visit 10 countries if you guys like yeah. to just travel. I'm going to get dinner here and breakfast over here. Like, so were you guys familiar with these places, or was it just more the, the Germany and the... It was more Germany for me. I mean, I've been in France and other countries, but not, I haven't been to Toulouse or that area. Yeah, not, not familiar with uh, that region or, or Toulouse. I've just been to Paris multiple times. Uh, everywhere we went to Munich, familiar with Munich. And I was familiar with um, with Florence as well. Oh, nice. All right, so that helps. But uh, you guys' navigation seems to be uh, your strong suit, and it uh, definitely paid off on this leg. So let's get there. So let's get there for France. Uh, the 21st leg. Teams have flown to Dongdori, France, and begin their leg at Chateau de Benac. Hey ho, how you doing? All right, the first three groups of uh, two teams depart a 15 minutes of intervals. Okay, so we got Lewis and Michelle, Aubrey and David, first group. Quentin and Maddie, Derek and Claire, second group. Marcus and Michael, Emily, Molly, third group. Glendon, Lumumba fourth group by themselves spoiler alert take those top three teams uh get rid of the bottom team and take those other three teams and flip them and that's how it finishes so literally the teams that were a half hour behind the other teams passed they like they made up a half hour emily and molly marcus and michael made up a half hour on lewis and michelle and aubrey and david like just that one one lead alone, we'll get to the rest. But just just from that point of view, it's like, and it's at least a half hour, right? You don't know how like ahead of it actually finished. Yeah, true. Which uh, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out next leg how just how much their navigational skills came into play. Uh, I still don't think this was a very big deficit for Glenda and Lamumba. Like I thought about it, and I started thinking about our race, and in. Netherlands, we each team, when we had seven teams in Netherlands, mm -hmm. we left 15 minute intervals per team. Yeah. So like our last era, and we left an hour and a half behind y'all, which were the first team. Um, so like at, at first I thought it was a lot, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, that's not actually a lot of a deficit. It's 15 minutes for coming in last. You got you're you're within 15 minutes of two teams. That's all you need. That's all you need to know. You just I'm wearing, I'm in the final three. I'm 15 minutes behind. I need to catch up. That's your mindset. Why? And that shouldn't be hard in a leg that got so much driving. So the first leg, they say uh, 
10.6 miles, which takes about 28 minutes because of the way the roads are. Teams must make their way to Chateau de uh, Chamoray or whatever way you're talking about. All right, so there's two strategies from the first group right from the get-go. The first group says, I'm getting in and I'm leaving. The other group says, I'm stopping, I'm looking at the map, I'm taking, checking out the, ra- the route. We instantly see results, but do you guys have a mindset about when it comes to this stuff? Uh, is it we'll figure it out on the way, or let's get somewhat and before we go? Where are you going? If you're going to get in the car and screw, where right. are you going to go? You're only going to make yourself nervous. So Does Chris so- get into a plane and just stop flying? No, but if you're like, I got to go north, well, let's head north and we'll figure it out on the way. Depends on how long you got to drive, though, too. No, that's true. Grab the map. You you have the tools in front of you. Before you drive anywhere, this is insane. This shouldn't even be like a question. Why? You can make a wrong turn immediately, and then you have to find a place to stop to look. Didn't you just see how the strategy worked? Aubrey and David. They went with this strategy, right? They immediately got into the car, got into their first argument in the history of the race because neither of them know what the hell's going on, and now they're arguing. And they don't know why they're arguing because they're both mad at each other for being dumb, leaving without getting directions. That's why you're mad at each other, for being dumb. Or you just be great like Mark. Uh, Mark well, Mark just like, yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't. Well, navigating why we drive was something that I definitely wanted to do. Um, but talking about Ari and David's first argument of the race, we were never like next to them mm-hmm. during any leg of the race, but other teams have told us like they were arguing or maybe she was yelling at him like every leg of the race. Oh, okay. So, so this is the first they, time they're showing it. Other people was... <laughs> yeah. In all fairness, but this for is us, the, uh, definitely the so all this... season. Yeah, true. This is the most they've shown them all season. That is for sure. Uh, they're finally getting to show them. And, and I thought, and for me, I think that this is like, okay, let's show them because they're not going to be around much longer. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm looking at, but we'll get to that. <laughs> the edit when it comes to like, hey, let's show this team. Oh, you remember these team that, that look like this other team that's doing really well? <laughs> all right. So they, uh, they stopped the car. They eventually stopped the car and they both try to figure out what's going on. And then they wind up seeing Lewis and Michelle and follow them who stop for directions and they're both getting directions. And then you see a team that left 15 minutes after them. Derek, yo, follow me, follow me, follow Rafiki. He know the way. And Claire immediately with <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Like, obviously it's a dumb thing to do. And he's like, no, if we get lost, let's bring somebody with us. <laughs> like, bring somebody else down with us. Way, way to go, team. Uh, is this the I mindset mean, that anybody has on this, or is this just a big brother thing? I don't know. I mean, I guess there's pros and cons to that. And, and maybe, well, maybe they're thinking about big brother stuff. Oh, you know, if we get lost. But, and you know, it's always a point in contention on all the, on like every episode, like don't follow other people. Oh, I'm going to be following you. I promise you. If we, <laughs> I 100% will be following you every ledge. <laughs> Try well, to lose me. Try to lose me. <laughs> so, you, you, you started off asking a question, right? Do we look at the map and try to figure it out or just go like, like right. David and Aubrey? So we definitely found ourselves on the map, Chateau Day, um, for the, the, the sake of promotion. It's not Ben Yak, it's Chateau Day Beyonce. Um, 
<laughs> to continue. Um, so <laughs> new single drops so, at midnight. So yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he mic dropped on us. He's like, it's Beyonce, bitch. I'm out. It's that Wi-Fi at the airport. Oh, there he is. Airport, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I'll continue from what he was saying. Um, Start with the Beyonce dance. Oh, oh, oh. Figure out the route to the best route to get to the next. Oh man. Anywho, um, there. It's like we're, we're more in the mindset like we gotta figure out what we're doing first before we just start driving. And even then, like they, they didn't they don't show it, but we like figured out our route where we were where we were going. And then even then, we kind of got turned around because you know the streets, the small roads in France, they're kind of weird. Like you take one wrong turn, like yo, I don't think this is the right way. Like they had a navigation system in the car, like hey, we're going south, not north. And so we got turned around once, and so we figured it out. Yeah. yeah. The the with map driving, like there's more than one route anywhere, right? So there's also this part of like being able to discern what's going to be a main road versus back road somewhere like Christy and I in France navigated correctly on one of our legs, but we definitely took a longer kind of back route there. So I think there's definite, there's being able to find your way and then there's being able to find your way skillfully. Um, And you got to look at it and you have to at least have a sense of like how you're starting and then you can get in the car and then you can sit in the car and stare at the map and keep refining as you're going. So it's not like you figure it out and then you're done. It's kind of an ongoing process, in my humble opinion. And, and Jen, we'll kind of get to that later, I think, as like we leave the detour, not the detour, but the, uh, the roadblock, and we're going to the, 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 the detour. We'll, yeah. we'll hit, the, hit at that, how like Perfect. the reading and then the different routes, how that's going to change things. Yeah. Yeah, I Google mapped it, so I got to see some things. But go ahead. For the beginning of it, though, uh, like Jen was talking about the back roads, everything was a back road. Everything looked like that lady's driveway where Glenda and Lumumba <laughs> took their spill. Like, every road <laughs> looked like that. So you weren't for sure if you were going to somebody's house or this is, like, the road you're supposed to be on. Yeah. Yeah, so the majority of this episode was getting from this point to the roadblock. So look, all of this is what's happening in between. So you got the two strategies going down. You got Derek saying, follow me. Lewis and Michelle saying, nah, I got this. I'm running my own race. Peace, y'all. Uh, Emily and Molly are learning a lot about each other. I love, I love, absolutely love every single one of these things. And I can't believe that these are all true. How? It's insane. They both got in trouble for kissing boys in fifth grade. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like everybody on the cast here got in trouble for kissing boys in the fifth grade, right? Guilty. <laughs> even even <Fifth> Lewis. <laughs> uh, both in band playing wind instruments. Both were in the second chair. That's kind of coincidental. But this one here, they both eat hard boiled eggs. Two of them in the morning. They both eat two of them and happen to give the second yolk, just a yolk, to their dogs. The yolk, the best tasting part. They don't eat it. They give it to the dogs, and they eat the white part, which is healthy, but just like yucky. Right? I just love this though. It, then when you find this stuff, I'm glad that they get to highlight. I'm so this. curious how they stumbled upon that realization with each other. <laughs> like, I just want to know how that like came up in conversation. They're at breakfast at the buffet, and they both reach for the hard boiled eggs, and they look at each other. <laughs> you like hard boiled <laughs> eggs? <laughs> like I miss my dog. I always feed him the second yolk. 
My cat, my dog's named Monty. My dog's named Cristo. My favorite book, Monty Cristo. Oh, <laughs> it's just like everything. They're just gonna just like swoon with each other. They're gonna have an Oprah star movie made about them. That's just the way it's gonna be made. You know, we're gonna figure it out here. All right. So. Cool that they did to like develop that sister relationship, even though they lost what like thirty four years of it. Yeah, that part is really cool. Yeah, and this is such a great way to learn about each other. Um, Quentin and Maddie stay cool, calm, cute, collected, and they won't be in a rush because they want to avoid mistakes. Uh, do you think that these are important things to remember to stay cool, calm, cute, and collected? Joey? It looked, <laughs> looked a little foreshadowing to me. <laughs> do you think them worried about their cuteness is going to get them eliminated? Foreshadowing? Uh. As much as he reminds me of the guy from the, uh, what is that? Seven Up? The little guy? The little purple guy? Is that him? What, oh, what is yeah. <laughs> the little prince dude. The he Noid? The, the no Avoid the Noid? What is it? The Noid? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a soft drink, isn't it? The yeah, guy looks it, like Prince. Is is Prince. They made it like a mock of Prince. Yeah. yeah is it Seven was, Up? Yeah, it's like the runner-up from American Idol. I don't know his name, but that's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, every time I see him, I just start laughing. Oh, Lambert. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think I had them out rather quickly anyway. So they're not, they're not, they're not really getting much of an edit, those two. Not yet. Not yet. No. They, they, they should get much more because they're a lot, a lot more talented than uh, they're, they're getting highlighted for. Speaking of talented, this episode, we got to see a lot of Derek and Claire. And Derek is fun employed right now. With the F being silent, uh, I like that. You know they're having fun with that, and they need some money to to get things up and rolling. A lot of jo a lot of jobs out there. I'm just saying, everywhere you look. A lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. Wanted to go out there and break your back. Side. Working like I'm the blue collar. She's a freaking genius. She works like an AI science dude. They're not gonna go out there and get splinters. They're gonna try to work at jobs where they don't have to like you know no, no, worry about her. Them. I didn't say anything about her. I said him. He doesn't need that. Look at him. He's yeah, cute. Look at him. He looks like a twelve-year-old girl. He's he's adorable. <laughs> if he started an OnlyFans, he'd be he's rich. He's not going to do any. He's certainly not going to be doing any razor commercials. He doesn't even shave. Yet. If he just did cosplay for like those those anime characters, he would be lit, dude. His his. Okay, do that. Just make some money, will you? Don't stay you're unemployed. Do something. Be a little uh, proactive listen, in your life. No? Listen. He's All right. An influencer. Just, there is there one of is the. Is he an influencer? I don't. That if he's an influencer, that he's that he's employed. This one of the six of us here is unemployed, and that person may have be may be offended by the stuff that you're saying. Okay. Not everything I say is for the for the weak of heart. I'm sorry. I'm not all of us have a job, no Joey. Where we are. <laughs> as, all right. and, and as a matter of fact, Back sir, this track. is your job. Let's this pull us. This let, is your job. Yes, I make influencer. I make thirteen dollars no. a week. All right. Are you making yes. something? <laughs> Hey, can we go back to you calling uh, Derek a 12-year-old girl? <laughs> I love the Amazing Race editors here when uh, they make sure that they say, I don't want to back into a ditch. And right before Lumumba backs into a ditch, it was absolutely great. It always happens. Uh, and then we got to see Roddy, who I, he wasn't part of my season of the Amazing Race, but Roddy has an awesome Scottish accent. He even got credited on screen. You never get credited from the damn security guards, but he's like, fucking Roddy, hey, pull it over here, you wank. Give it to Wayne, cover there, yeah. Nice talk on there. And he's like, he's like, he's like so calm. Is everything okay? You good? All right, now fuck off. You're ruining a good vehicle here. 
And then uh, somebody. So is he like the new Herman, or is he like part of Herman's team, or what is he? I don't know him. Well, he's on he's on Herman's team. Herman was was there. Oh, uh, but yeah, he's on Herman's Herman's team. Yeah, okay. some somebody on social was like, "Oh, there's a Herman spotting." I'm like, if that was Herman, he just would have grabbed it and like lifted it off and like move this <laughs> thing out of the way. Let's keep moving, you. No, pigs. Herman would be like, "You're so dumb. Why is this in ditch?" Just walk away. <laughs> they never use the real names though of security. Right, you're not supposed to. No. But, no, but they just did. All right, so <laughs> uh, you already know that older lady on the tractor, she, like, saves one tourist a week. Like, she had this down pat. She was already, like, you know, she was like, arr, arr. like, she had this, like, like, she was in her some, like, music video. She was skirting on, on the, she backed it up, pulled it right out, and Glendale Mama said within five minutes they were out of there. So uh, no damage to the car. Otherwise, if, for those of you who don't know, you have to pay for the damage of the car before you can complete the leg of the race so they would have had to pay whatever the damage so, was or they couldn't complete hey, the leg hey, some behind the scenes stuff is that woman wanted to be paid for her work oh shit and, <laughs> and, I, and I think Glenda Lamumba already caught her up like 20, 30, 50 euros or whatever I'm not sure if they did so I think the security or the producers took care of it for them so they could continue racing 50 euros and then she still wanted more like 50 euros is like that's that's a nice little chunk for five minutes of work bro 50 euros she's like nah give me some more you guys are on tv you got this you're rich you're on tv you're racing on tv you're rich <laughs> well that's interesting oh ray fletcher with 1301 making this officially the most money i've made in one week on this show woot woot Oh, suck on that, Rob has a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ray, thank you very much for your donation last week. That was really nice of you. It was, it was very generous. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, brother. That's right. We'll get to your donations afterwards. All right. No damage to the car. Let's get to the roadblock. This makes Aubrey and David five to two in roadblocks. David doing this one. They were four to two right could have made it four to three made it nice and even but no this is david's fifth roadblock here who wants to climb the family tree a team member decided this roadblock had to memorize a, a family tree repel 131 feet match five names and move on and get your next clue or go back up the mountain and, and you know take a nice little scenic view while you're getting sunglasses and keys like some teams like that like <laughs> I know, right? And just like we'll see how that plays out. Like, first of all, like first of all, all right, let's just start there. Why the hell did you have the keys to the car while you're doing the task? So, you know, designated driver for, for the race, mm -hmm. right? How Marcus and I decided we were gonna do things. He's a navigator, I was gonna do the driver, right? Mm -hmm. Now I had the key the uh, core uh, car to be locked. Sorry, I had the keys on me. And like I had a pocket that like was zipped up, so everything was secure. And then once I went up to the castle and got all my stuff on, they're like, hey, you got to drop all your stuff. And so I drop all my stuff, right? I had the clue, had the keys. Mm. And now, you know, other teams are getting there after us, are leaving before us. I'm who, feeling rushed. All right. Who has the passports right now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who has the passports at this point? I, I have the passports in the fanny pack, but... You know, passports, keys. I, I, yeah. I, I've, I've never taken all the important from Michael before. I've never taken the in the fanny before, so I, I didn't think that, okay, you're going up to repel, give me the keys. 
So I want you to know, like, mom and I sat down like a week before and came up with like a specific rules with like fanny pack keys, passports. And like, that's the one thing that you should always have in mind is like all important stuff goes into the fanny pack. So like your clues, your keys, your money on the fanny pack. And mom and I had rules the whole time. So like the fanny pack was always attached to me. If for whatever reason I had to take it off for like a, a roadblock or a task, I immediately unclipped it for me and clipped it onto mom. If neither of us would wear it, yep. we unclipped it and clipped it. That into shit our never hit the floor. Never hit the floor. That <laughs> they slept with that shit on. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it never was, it was not attached to me. Like hand the job. We were no, I, I understand. There was one one roadblock I did. I can't remember which one. And they told me, or they the clue said, take off everything that you have. I still didn't take the fanny pack off. Nope. I kept it on the whole time. He was butt naked with a fanny pack. (laughs) 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 Butt naked with a fanny pack and socks. Those military people like their socks for some reason. I don't understand. I mean, Justin, you know, I didn't even go to breakfast in between ledge without that fanny pack on. No, I never. I've never seen that fanny pack on the floor. I wasn't joking. It was always on you or mom. It never hit the floor. (laughs) That was the one rule we had because we were not going to go out for like keys or passports or money. Like we were going to have them. All right, so I love that this challenge was not just a memory challenge, but it was actually a, an attention to detail with a memory challenge thrown in there. Um, uh, teams that have both skills can get a little bit of an edge, and they can get out of there a little faster than every team, even though it seemed two was the, the magic number for, for pretty much every team with this. Uh, incredible drone shots. Had to give mad props to the producers who... Let me tell you what the hell producers are watching this show. I got uh, quotes from the show, not just like a, a beginning or end, like in the middle, random quotes from producers who they're now watching the show and asked to be on. We'll talk about that afterwards. So stick around. I'll tell you about the producer who asked to be on. All right. Uh, but they're filming right now. So they said when they get back. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm yapping. It's good yap. It's spoiler yappings and I love so, it. Before we get too far into this. I don't know if you guys buy into these types of things, but did you notice the million dollar talk only happened with two teams, Derek and Claire, Lewis and Michelle, they're starting to tie in the, what it'll mean to win the million dollars. Oh, I didn't even write that down. I overlooked that stuff. Hmm. That's major foreshadowing. We think with those two teams. I think those two teams, I don't know who the third team's going to be. We obviously chose, Marcus and Michael. So I was waiting for your million dollar talk. I, I, I do know that we talked about it multiple times. I'm not sure why it was not in the not in the edit though. So not yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> not yet. We'll see. Look at that sneaky look on Marcus's face. Marcus, he's looking at your face, Marcus. <laughs> he's just kind of sneaking his little comment in there, like, I don't really know, maybe something. He's reading the like, face, we Marcus. Million dollars when we win the million dollars. Joey's an ex-military yeah. too. He's he could he's using all those techniques against you as well. Watching the neck. <laughs> see Counter- the, the heartbeat. Like. Uh, all right. So I love Michelle's strategy here. They got a little bit of a lead. She wants to do it, and you know what? Why waste any time looking at this board at all? Let's just go straight down. Get the answers and go right back up. If you got a little bit of a lead, get the answer and do it. I think that's... Well, I have a question and a comment about this. Go ahead. Edit. Is when Michelle's running in there the first time, that little guard is like answer or repel. My question is, could you have just gone to the answer the first time and looked at it? Mm. I'm just curious. Like if I, if I presented in that, 
I'm going to go so, look at the answers. So, James, I tried to do that, but at the same time, when I got there and, and was about to do that, mm-hmm. they um, they directed me to not go in there because I think somebody was in there. But I don't know if I would have had the opportunity, if nobody was in there, to go in there and just look at it. I'm just curious. Like, I think her, her strategy is what the strategy should do is. Um, the one thing I did not like about her, and I don't know if it was an edit, did you notice when she went through it the first time, got down there, she was looking at the flags, looking at the names. I don't think she actually guessed why she, she was. And maybe she, maybe she didn't. She'd edit it out. You're there. Take a shot, right? You got like one in 120 shot of getting it right and just being lucky. If you're there, take a shot. Michelle's saying they stopped her. From taking a shot? That's what it says. Read your chat. It's right there. Read the chat. It's right there. Well, well I don't, is she stopping them from knowing answers? I think that's what it is because we're on a little delay. Yeah. Oh. Ah, well, what are we talking about here? <clears throat> sound like that. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So she uses a really effective memory memory uh, technique. If you've ever studied any memory techniques, this is one of the first things that they teach you. Tell a silly story using kind of words that help you relate one thing to another. Something silly helps you, helps it stand out in your brain. Um and the, she just told these stories about chapsticks and whatever, and they worked out for her. And it seems like Derek used this as well. Um, at least, you know, like I said, this is the basic thing. If you're ever trying to learn memory before you go in the race, this is the first thing that you'll find if you ever look stuff up. Uh, but then she follows that up with an incredibly terrible strategy. When you're racing for first place and the second place team gets there, you don't help them. You're racing for first place. You don't help the second place team. This is the first task. You got another whole, we're going to drive and we're going to do something else and we're going to drive and get to a pit stop. So you got two chances to get lost and another task. You don't help the second place team? Would you guys help the, your favorite, your best friend team in second place? Any of you? Anybody here? I know I'm Marcus and Michael. You guys race for first. You know my opinion on helping. I know, I, listen, I... I I'd like to ask because it always seems like I'm just like er, er, it's Justin, but no, this is the, this is the mentality of winners, right? So, well, yeah, Mike. So, Marcus and I kind of talked about like helping teams and whatnot, and it wasn't like, oh, hey, if we're competing first and second place, like, not going to help, and like, I don't think we would have, but. There's, there's times where we helped other teams, right? Uh, the Ducati leg in, in Italy. Like, as I got done finishing building the Ducati, right, Will was there and he was like, hey, how do I put in neutral? So I should not have put in neutral. But then I bounced after that. Or there's other times, like, I may have helped. They didn't show it, obviously. But right. um, it wasn't it wasn't like, hey, the second place team. <clears throat> this, the only strategy I could see that makes sense, if you're going to help another team, is when you're in the middle. Because helping just helps make ensures that you don't both fall behind. You're not racing for first. You're just making sure you don't come in last. So okay, let's let's work together and go and blah blah blah. That I can understand that mentality. I was never in the situation, but, but I can understand the mentality. Well, there was another thought that we had as well, and so it wasn't like a big help, but we helped Derek and Claire when we were in bologna like after the cheese like they didn't know where to go like i took them or we took them to like the start point of the cheese but but our thought behind that was maybe build some karma or something 
that if we need some help later on, maybe they'll remember this and say, okay, yeah, they helped us out. So it was kind of a thought. And in those moments that we helped, I don't think we were thinking like somebody was going to pass us anyway. Right. There's a difference too between helping when someone asks you versus Mm -hmm. just volunteering information, which it kind of seemed like Michelle kind of volunteered some information. Um, But yeah, hopefully it will be some good karma in the bank for them should they need it later. Well, we'll see because it immediately comes into play. Um, All right. So let's talk about some silliness here, Michael. Um, I'm not, I'm going to say that you, maybe you were tired. You you didn't eat breakfast. So Michael rappels down really slowly looking for clues. He's attention to detail task. Maybe he's checking along the way. He's the only one that it seems like is looking for clues on the way down. Then when he gets down, he doesn't walk in the castle I got. I can't. I can't look at you. I'm doing this. <laughs> he doesn't walk in the castle. He walks outside the castle, and then finally sees it. He's like, "Oh, okay." And it's and from the angle that they show, it's like he can only see like the top half of the stuff. And he's like, "Okay, uh, all right, yeah, I got this." And like, did you convince yourself that this seemed right? That something had to have seemed a little wrong, no? Justin, what they didn't show was. <laughs> After you were put off the wall, right? You didn't, there was no entrance to go right into the castle. You had to like run up some ravine thing or whatever, like the side of the little cliff, and then go back over the bridge. Okay. So, which, what they showed me doing was like getting off the thing and like looking around because I saw the flags. I get to that little area where I can like sit, sit there and see the flags, and then I run in, but I don't go and answer, which is probably stupid because I just should have just answered and just try my luck at it. Actually, I did do that. They didn't show that. I went in there. so hopefully i was lucky and then i went back up but then again when i was when i was like submitting the answers i wasn't paying attention to names (laughs) and that they're all female names i was about to say i'm not done Uh, it gets worse because uh he only reads the male names for some reason which there's only like two or three of them because most of them were the same crest you can see from here that you know 90 percent was the same male name crest it was that blue and white dude. He was his seed was strong throughout that tree. Like, <laughs> seed that, that, that seed was strong. Right? <laughs> uh, and then after all of that, you leave the keys at the top with your sunglasses. Um, there's no reason for you to have them up there, Michael. There isn't. Uh, you saw. You, it just seems like sometimes you just do the oddest things. Like, it just, it's just like I don't expect things like that, and it just happens. <laughs> like, we're knocking them for all this. They came in first. Yes. The, the, it's literally was like, at least they're driving to the next spot. I'm like, maybe we can make up some ground with navigation. <laughs> Didn't think it was going to be as dramatic as it was. So. All right. So leaving this, leaving this, or let's go. We had this is Michelle, Maddie, Emily, Derek, Michael, who got it on his third try. Then he had to run back up. David passed him, who got it on his third try. Everybody else got it on a second. Then David passed Michael. Then they kind of caught up on each other. And then Lamuma gets there, like you know, twelve hours later. Like a day oh, and a half later. Like it's, yeah, it's a- on Thursday. She was also- there. On Thursday. I just need to like there were there were no cars there when Loma got there. I'm I'm sorry, Jen. Oh no, you're totally fine. I just don't understand because I'm a proponent for not following. But when you're Aubrey and David and Marcus and Michael are right there, 
with you. Why would you rush into your car and try to be in front of them? I actually, I was like, I bet Marcus and Michael were like sandbagging and dilly dallying so they wouldn't <laughs> follow them. That's Let them smart. Get lost. Anyway. So check it. So check it out. When when we hit the the roundabout, right? We're behind Arby and David, and so we could see like Aubrey. I think at least that's what looked to us is that she's looking at us, and so we went the way we we're supposed to go, or the quicker way, and we we took turn the corner. I said, Mike, you got to speed up so we can lose them. They don't see us anymore. But <laughs> so we tried to lose them. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I if I ever race with you, try to lose me. Like, <laughs> try, <laughs> especially when you know Glenda and Lamumba uh, are days behind you. So, like, you got enough buffer. You're not going to be last. I just need to follow this to donate it there and not be right. last. Right. Yeah, this was a, a getting from point A to point B was the hardest part of this leg, and this second part was 20 miles, 42 minute ride for some teams, a lot longer for others. Uh, teams make their way to this uh, this this place at Lewis and Michelle. I don't know what they must have went sightseeing and got some 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 wine. Uh, they like to you know run off in the bushes. They always like talking about how hot each other is. They might have went off for a quickie or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Whatever it is that you got to release those endorphins and deal with. It. I, I, you know your strategy. Lewis just- and Michelle were also racing for their own boom boom. <laughs> they wanted their own boom boom. <laughs> so uh, Marcus and Michael pass everybody. Everybody. They pass every team and get there first. I don't understand how every team, one, two, three, four, five teams, you passed five teams. How can five teams get it so wrong? What did you guys do differently that five teams did so wrong? Um, you, you said you looked it up on the Google Maps, right? Yeah. And there was main roads that went east of that lake to turn mm-hmm. and went through the town of Montford or something like that. I'll pull it up and again. So I, so I think everybody went east through the, the city. I think they, everybody hit traffic. We went south, west of the lake and it was kind of like a back road. The, the edit's crazy. That was actually when we were behind the tractor. It wasn't when we were going to the pit stop. And so I think just going that way was, was the quicker way. So it, it looked like more back roads, but direct as opposed to a main highway, but longer. They didn't get yep. stuck in city traffic. And this is and this is what Jen was talking about earlier, about looking at the different routes. So we were this is probably the time when when Jen was thinking that we were sandbagging and just waiting for David and Ivory to leave but we were <laughs> the, the different routes. I'm like, all right, you know, this is a main route. This is a big road, busy roads. So like, what time is it right now? I'm like, cool. Let's try to take these back streets and make up some time. If I can speed, right? Uh, and, you know, in the, in the, in the rule, in the rules, right? right? <laughs> uh, nobody's following us in security like Herman. But uh, mm-hmm. that's what we decided to do and take a chance. All right. So I'm going to pull well, it up. I know about this, this speeding thing, because obviously in our season, um, Alex and Connor are IndyCar racers, so they're very good drivers. The, the rules, like you're not supposed to speed but nobody's going to tell you that you need to just go the speed limit. If you're driving safely, slightly above the speed limit. So like being a good driver, Alex and Connor could drive so much faster than anyone else because it, the the crew would feel safe with them driving. They're fast. literally so, professionals. Like. Yeah. They're literally professionals. So <laughs> learn how to be a good driver. Not Another just how to drive stick. Future racers too is 
the only people in the car are your cameraman and your sound man, right? And they're the only people that are really running with you from place to place. So if you make them angry at you, they can sandbag you. But if you're super friendly with them and you give them like the good seats on the airplane and you like help them out with some stuff, they will help you out by being like, add into their face. We don't need to get a little, we don't need to get like the, the waiver or nah, you can do a little faster. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> like, just Holy be nice shit. Mm. Whoa, Chris. There, there was one leg, I think we were on a highway somewhere. It might have been Italy. And so speed limits 130K. So Michael was trying to do 135, and he was like, No, you got to go 130. That's the fastest you can go. Wow. So, yeah. So we're looking at the map here, and there is there is like two major kind of crosses in near. Uh, but they both seem like kind of back roads. One does have a number on it, so that would seem like more interstate Huh, very interesting. But that seemed to make all the difference in the world for you guys. So uh, good on you for making the, the right decision and passing that many teams with just a navigation. That's such a skill that uh, it definitely gets overlooked on the race. Being able to pass that many teams with one navigational uh, move. Like, yeah. that, that's I love incredible. the self-driving. I think they should incorporate it as much as possible. Really should. It's it's it makes or breaks whole races, and you can really tell the intelligence of races for that. And like without the flight drama of eras past, I feel like it does make it more dynamic to have a yes. lot of self drive. And Kristen Yeager, thank you so much for that donation. You you are a legend. That's like fifty dollars. <laughs> you kidding me? Thank you so much. I, I awesome. Genuinely appreciate that. Like you know, I never like you know. There's a lot of races here, and I never. Even though, like, in, even if Michelle and Lewis won, right, they didn't get the money yet, so they don't have no money to donate. So I got that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they would have got the million dollar check, I'd been like, "Yo, you here every week? You could pop off for like ten dollars. It'll hit above a ten spot." You know what I mean? No, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I never expect money from anybody. Thank you. He's not kidding. No, stop it. You're a dick. Don't, don't, don't ever. I'm, I'm looking at the chat for people from molly and lewis and michelle mm -hmm. and i think they said it's somebody they got five to ten minutes afterwards after us and the route we took was truly better which was obvious and but i don't think what they i don't think they know is we we started the clock oh, i started the clock when when michelle left and we left the the castle like 40 minutes after holy cow whoa wow. you made up 40 minutes holy crap that's insane. That whole ride should have taken 42 minutes and you made up for it. Holy sh Michelle and Lewis were definitely banging somewhere. Damn. <laughs> All right. So detour. So the detour, Walnut Cracker and, and uh, Medieval Gamer. So that's why they didn't go to Walnut Cracker. So, all right. So they went straight to Medieval Gamer. And, like, and they're like, my nuts hurt already. I'm sorry. I don't know. What, what am I doing? Uh, so... So Lewis, Michelle, Emily, Molly, Quentin, Maddie came sixth. They got lost. What happened here? Um, they gotten lost. Everybody seemed to get lost. This is a skill task versus I don't think you could have done anything to really speed that up task. Just grind it out and do it right. Um, a definite ending. Grind it out, definite ending, or you got the skill. Let's take it lead. What is the mentality going into these guys? I seem you guys didn't really hesitate too much. Why was it immediately let's grind it out? No skills. Um, we just I, I didn't think of it as, as as skills more of that one of those games might be more more luck 
or you saw the boss or Michael and I not being able to communicate efficiently. So we're like, hey, we can just turn the wheel and we just knock it out. I do know why most racers chose the walnuts because I think when you're reading the task, it's saying you're doing like three carnival events. You don't really know what that means, right? That is a wide spectrum of what that could mean. And like the other one, you're collecting walnuts and grinding it down into an oil. Like, I don't know exactly what that means. And like, I know I, before I saw it on TV, I wouldn't know what that means, but I have some idea of what that entails, right? Yeah. And you're just thinking like doing some deductive reasoning of like, all right, this seems more simple, simpler and easier of a task than I don't know what kind of task we're going to get with the three carnival things. So let's just go do this, knock this out. What? I think I think all of us here have been to a carnival or amusement park. Yeah. And you tried to you probably shot bass, play basketball every day of your life. And you get to the amusement park and you can't score <laughs> one basket. In the game. And so you ain't hitting <laughs> shit. Or, yeah, it's, it's oval. Yeah, it's oval shape. That's why. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it was a perfect mindset game. Like you could see everybody's mindset going into wh how they viewing the race. And Derek and Claire, when they got there, and everybody was already there, they had the absolute right mindset. The only way that we can get a lead or pass these teams is if we do the task they're not doing. I think that's absolutely like an imperative mindset to have, and such a simple thing to think about but something that gets overlooked so much. And they passed four teams because of it. And I also think they put their feet to the fire when they chose that, right? Because if you're trying to go do these carnival tasks, you can't backtrack. You have to make that work because if you backtrack and then go back to the Walnuts, you're that much more behind. So, like, if you're just doing that switch, you got to commit. And they did. And right. I also think they put their feet to the fire because of that reason. Uh, yeah, and this is what they show. Okay, they they show Marcus and Michael doing the walnuts, and the mindset is second place is the back. That is the mindset, and I love that. And that's that's how winners think, and that that definitely goes a long way. Holy sh! What is going on here, Lynette? Thank you so much. Oh, you're popping today. I'm popping yeah. off. <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> What the hell? Like, I'm about to retire. Like, what? Is this the last episode? Did I make it, Mom? I did I it? Because, I think this is because Michael's on the show, so we need 5%. <laughs> yeah. You can have it. I mean, that's, there you go. You got your 850. You're good. Um, <laughs> so Molly just said in the chat that she saw uh, Louisa Michelle doing, I think, the carnival event, and then they're like, nah, bro. So they stayed with nuts. Yeah, so this, all right, so the tasks are right next to each other. What the hell? The tasks are right next to each other, and you could see. Okay, so if you try one task that you think is hard, but you know could be faster, I think that's a smart mentality. Let's try the one that could be faster, and if we got the skill, we know it's going to be faster, and if not, we can switch real fast. I think that's a great mentality to have here. Lewis yeah, and Michelle was, was the right mentality for me, even though they, they switched. I think that's the right mentality. Try the harder one or the one that can get you there faster, and... Especially they were at the remind me because I don't remember exactly. They were towards the front of the pack, right? Yes, they got there. They were the second to the detour. Yeah. Yes. But at that point, if you're trying this, and that's why I don't think they had their feet to the fire with the carnival. So I think that's what it was a little different. You're there second, you're trying to do this scene, you're like, whoa, dude, this is this may take forever. This may take a short time. We can just go do this walnuts and just knock it out though. So I don't think they were wrong either. Yeah. I mean, there's no wrong well, way to do it. It's still good. How long did it take to fill that with the with the oil? Because I, 
it just tells me that walnuts don't have that much oil in them. <laughs> um, I don't was really it about, know. about fifteen minutes, something like that. That no, was Dick. Wow. I was thinking that one would have took probably like forty-five minutes to do. Oh no, it wasn't that long. Not at all. Really? Wow. Wow. Don't have that much oil in them. Who knew? Look at this. Somebody's already doing the math. $104 during this, this chat session. Steve Allen with 20 bucks. Thank you so much. Uh, and, um, hey, in the chat, stop clocking Justin's pockets. <laughs> Lynette Porter. Yeah, you can clock my pockets all you want. Go for it. Justin Classic with the number one. Uh, you can check that out. It links to all my stuff, even my OnlyFans. Go ahead, check it out. <laughs> that must be pricey. <laughs> Nah, it's so fun. There's a lot of cool things on there. Uh, all right, so I love medieval games. I go to Renaissance fairs. There was zero percent chance that Diana could have pulled me away from this medieval gamer. It doesn't matter how long it was taken. Those are games that I've paid to play at carnivals. Like I love that stuff. I get dressed up. I'm a nerd. That was me all day. I would have loved to try that. Um, Lewis and Michelle can't get the hang of it in Switch. That's the way to do it. Um, what else from this task that stood out from you guys? Anything? I was just impressed with with Claire in general in this episode. I feel like she really shined. Um, I think it was a bold decision and a brave one to commit to the games um, and definitely paid off. I thought their communication was really good throughout the whole thing, uh, especially on the little slide the ball up. Like they looked at the route and they planned the route first. So you're not just like doing it blind from behind. Super which, smart. Yeah. I thought they did a really, really good job. I was impressed with Claire this episode. I was impressed. Yeah, that, was, that was inductive reasoning at its best. The way she just kind of focused in on that and figured out a way around it. And I completely agree with you. I think they did awesome. Yeah, that was great. She did with all three tasks too, right? So she fitted out with the shot put. Then she fitted out with the stones. Like I feel yeah. like she really... Applied some yeah. critical thinking to all of them. What is Definitely. going on in chat? Did somebody say I was poor? Like, uh, uh, they said you were going to donate it all to Hot to Reality. Oh, that's so Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's something I'm not going to do. I'm sorry. Uh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I'll put your link up for hearts. No problem. Um, to, uh, Cindy <laughs> Wiggles. Are you going? She's in chat. She, she, she mentioned it too. Cindy Wigglesworth, thank you so much, Matthew Heenan. You are, you guys, it's so You probably should you. disrobe a little. Maybe take off your hat and a shirt or something. Oh, God. Uh, underarm hair. All right. So, uh, <laughs> that's all you get is underarm. underarm hair. All right. So, let's get to the pit stop. 20 minutes. I mean, uh, yeah, let's see. So it's twenty. Let's see, twenty minutes or six point five miles. Is that sound right? Yeah, six point five miles or twenty minutes to get to the pit stop. So you must go to the place called Panorama. Is this literally where the term Panorama, the term, comes from? Because of this place and how beautiful and the way it's landscaped out. Like that's such a cool like thing to have on your bucket list. Like I've been to Panorama. You've taken a photo. No, no, no. I've been to panorama that's pretty cool uh so the teams <laughs> every team gets lost on the way there uh following a team in the wrong direction on the way to the pit stop seems like a a, a a good way to run the race 
This is run your own damn race. If especially if you're on the way to the pit stop, run your own race. Following somebody is not going to get you the win. It's going to get you second place. You're literally following a team. Like if the only way to win is to go run your own race. I don't get it. Lewis and Michelle singing the theme song, having a blast, showing their super fandom. Love that stuff. They show a team. Uh, they show a team being stuck behind a tractor who was actually stuck at a different point, but. Whatever they build it up, build up the hype. Uh, the tractor at a pit stop. This would literally drive me insane. I would get out of the car and move the tractor. Like, dude, you got to pull over. Let me go past. Like, I'm an idiot with this stuff. All right, for coming in first place, Marcus and Michael get the best prize on Amazing Race: seventy five hundred dollars a piece cash. And look at Marcus's face. It's the same exact face he had earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can outrun the team, yes, that happened twice on the Amazing Race within the first four seasons. Um, so uh, every team gets lost on the way. You get those dollars. Um, so the top three teams and the bottom three teams switched places during this leg. Uh, the top four teams were all within minutes of each other because they were all on the mat at the same time. It seems uh, like it wasn't that long. I mean, some of the mat chats can go five minutes, some maybe 10 at most if there's some drama. So uh, it seems like the first four teams are within 10 minutes of each other. Um, so a nice tight race. You got Marcus and Michael, Emily and Molly, Derek and Claire, Lewis and Michelle coming in fourth, which is like their perfect average right now. They're a fourth-place team. Um, so that kind of brings them back to reality. Or, or uh, We'll see how that plays out. Quentin and Maddie and Aubrey and David and Glenda and Lumumba are last Loved, loved, loved Glenda and Lumumba. There was nothing I could say bad about them besides that they weren't the best of racers, but they were fun to watch. And they seemed like incredible humans. Like, I'd love I to have say, them as After friends. their car accident this episode, I kind of forgot they were in this episode, though. <laughs> yeah. They were so far like, they were they really, were really far behind. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely far behind. And yeah, and if you're stupid like us and you look at the backdrops and see the sky, you're like, oh, it's not even sunny. Everybody else is a beautiful day out, and it looks like it's about to storm where they are. <laughs> it's like, hold on. <laughs> What's going on here? How far behind are they? Uh, so the only thing, other thing, like I get stands out in this, like Aubrey and David are, are, are leaving last, but also that Aubrey has only done two roadblocks to David's five. So she's going to be under the gun to do it. David can only do one more roadblock for the rest of the Any season. Any insight into that? Does anyone know why she's not doing more roadblocks? I, I mean, most people don't even know they're on the show. Do you think they're gonna like? They're gonna talk about them <laughs> and have insight? Anyone in the chat? Any of the racers from this season <laughs> that did know? I'll anyone? Be- no, 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 no. So, some, somebody in the chat might answer, but. Does anyone I know who Lewis, I mean, Aubrey and David are? <laughs> anyone? No, I just think they looked at the uh, the clue and decided, oh, David's good at this, so David's going to do it and, you know, leave the, the count up to its own devices and whatever happens, happens. That's dangerous. And also, like, you really know what you're getting into with the roadblocks. Like, you did a one-line sentence. Like, sometimes you can look around and tell – but they haven't looked around in five, seven times and been like, oh, David knows this one five times. Like, they haven't done that set five times. No. <laughs> yeah. Retire with the, retire with the video game? Yeah, that shakes out. I was just trying to help him out, James Earl. All right. well, I appreciate the, the the bond between the cast. but And I'm typically a very nicer end on comparison to, like, Justin and Joey. But, like, 
That's the foolishness. <laughs> so let's get on with the seal clap, James. Earl. Let's get to the foolishness. How's the seal? Who's getting the seal clap on this episode, my friend? My seal clap is going to go to Markle. Uh, Mike, Markle. Markle. Stop Markle. staring. Marcus and Michael for when they did to the um, detour in first place. Like that is just so freaking Huge. exciting. Because they really could have been like down on their lot and be like, you know, we left this roadblock. It was frustrating. We made a lot of mistakes, but they like turned it out and then it ended up coming to the front of the pad. So that's like huge silk lap. There's not many tasks that you could pass five teams on. So like getting from point A to point B is so important. And Marcus, that's not a seal clap. Do the seal clap the right way. <laughs> yes, if you want to see the seal clap, it, it originated from episode one of Amazing Race season 27 when James Earl solves the puzzle. You want to see the official seal clap, go check it out. <laughs> you don't have a gift of that? Yes, we do. I, I, I could post it. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely in under the, the uh, You got to do the smile and the little head tilt. It's so cute. <laughs> All right, so uh, Joey, you've been pretty quiet today. Let's see what do you I, got. I was doing a lot in the chat. Oh, good, good. Um, I appreciate that. What do you got for us, buddy? I got, I got two. What the fuck? A good one and a bad one. A W two. Sorry. Okay. Um, the good one is the good one is to my boys Marcus and Michael for their land navigational skills. Unreal. Taking the time, reading the map, and I know being a tank commander, you have. He Marcus reads maps that have absolutely no roads. Michael reads maps from five, ten thousand feet in the air. So these maps are probably pretty easy for him. The watching them, watching them work, do their thing is really impressive. Love to see it. That's my really positive WTF moment. My my sad one is like Glendale Lamoba. I, I I miss him already. That's why they're tied up in my attic. But I just <laughs> yeah. I, I, their, their story, their 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 energy, their lives, their love for each other is just really, really pleasant to watch. And and just I I hope we can get them on. Uh, I'd really love to talk yeah, with them. And, I'll try and to get, get them to on. Know them. They're just really unbelievable people. Yeah. So that's it. That's awesome. Hey, real fast, uh, talking about like the land navigation, I want to give a shout out to our girls, Molly and Emily. So uh, kind of underrated piece was when we left the, the, the chateau at the beginning, going to the, the, the roadblock. We actually worked together to get there is kind of why we passed two teams and we got there like third or fourth. Hmm. So we worked uh, together with them to, to get to the castle. Yeah, you guys came in third and fourth to that roadblock. Yeah. yeah. I do stand me that team. I love them. They know that too. Mm. I had them in the final three from the get-go when no one else believed in them. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I have all of the stuff written down at the end of the notes here. We will go over our, our picks from the beginning here just to to quantify and see where we all stand. Uh, so there was a couple really super good super fan moves here, but I am actually, you know, a lot of people accuse me of being big brother haters, which, yes, of certain yes, of a certain team – that won a certain season that somebody on this season, this cast was on. Yes, I hate them. I can't stand them. I actually, I, I actually let, let me put that back. I just, I don't like them. I hate their fans. Their fans can just eat a dick. But go ahead. Um, 
So the super fan move is going to go to Derek and Claire. I love their mindset for the task. It was 100% correctly. They get to a task. They see that every team is doing one thing. Nobody's doing the other. The only way to pass them or gain any ground is to do it. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going to do it. Mindset. And not only did they do it, they crushed it, and they passed four teams. That That's huge. Uh, other than the navigation that uh, easily the best move, but the only the only reason it's not the best move is because that navigation move, you know, trumped it easily, uh, and got the win. But uh, it was still super super impressive. Jen, what do we got? What do we got tonight, Jen? My LOL goes to Marcus's high kick while watching <laughs> <Michael> <laughs> <the> Roadblock. <laughs> Quentin's bad cheer didn't well, work. I was impressed you didn't like pull a muscle doing that so <laughs> that, that's exactly i was talking to justin before we went live and as soon as i did that Arby was like i hope you pull your hamstring i was like damn why why the hate so much like kind of hate <laughs> like, even were, it out they were, trying, they were trying to egg me on to like be a cheerleader so i tried <laughs> i love <laughs> it. it i love it definitely loved it all right let's look <clears throat> Next week's sneak peek, we're going to Toulouse, France, playing some rugby. Looks like a roadblock that Claire, Michael, Quentin, Molly, and I'm guessing Aubrey did. Uh, Lewis and Derek have some sort of bromance budding here. There's something that we got to look forward to. Lewis has never done masonry work. It looks like they're going to be fixing bricks in some sort of detour because they're working together. Uh, or uh, the other half looks like some sort of memorization in France uh, of this detour. We'll see how that plays out. There's a lady with some lace umbrella and some sort of scroll. Uh, and then later in the season, we're going to Iceland, Spain, Nashville. It's going to be popping this season. I'm looking forward to it. What do you guys think next week? Who's going home? It's, it's one of two teams, in my opinion. I don't know which team, but it's one of two. Um, and it's either going to be Aubrey and David or Quentin and Maddie. You think Quentin and Maddie? I think Quentin and Maddie are a lot stronger than where they are right now. When you compare it to the other teams, I think you have a very, like, yeah. you really see. We're far enough in that averages say something at this point, and those are the two teams with the lowest average. Yeah, so. and Quentin and Maddie have the only two teams that haven't won a leg. Everybody else has won a leg. Interesting. Yeah, good point. You know, <clears throat> Marcus said Michael have won three at this point. Emily and Molly got one. Uh, Derek and Claire got one. Lewis and Michelle got two. Uh, and don't let anybody say that you didn't win a leg because it was a keep on racing leg that, that they, those idiots online can eat a dick to. Um, I do think Aubrey and David are kind of on a yeah. Not good trajectory right now and a lot of the interpersonal stuff like Quentin and Maddie seem still really solid as a team I love watching them and they're very I, entertaining I really I, enjoy like, them I got to see we got to see more of them this episode which was nice yeah they were um, fun to watch yeah uh yeah I definitely think it's time for Aubrey and David to go um unless the only thing that I could see is this rugby challenge if the wrong twin is doing this rugby challenge, that could be a problem because it looks like there's kicking rugby balls, and I played rugby for one season. It is not an easy game. Oh, my God. What is going on in chat? More money, more money. I love you guys. Jesus. This is literally the, the most in seven years you, we've been doing this. Are you going to start crying? 
Shut your mouth. If, if it was around Christmas time, probably. You're a little watery, man. Are you eating onions? Mm. Are you are you chopping onions? Uh, no, it's more more. Oh. <laughs> if that thing goes over two hundred, we get ten percent. Ten percent for everybody here. Ten percent for everybody here. That's like sixty percent gone. Like damn. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it. This is so cool. Uh, you guys are awesome, and I'm glad that you guys have taken the time to come on. Is there something that you wish they would have shown that they haven't shown yet? No. Um, you can think about that. And while you guys are thinking about that, I'm going to tell you the picks. So Joey preseason, uh, he has a score of two right now. His preseason picks are top three, Abby and Will, who were eliminated due to circumstances, Marcus and Michael, who are still in it to win it, Glenda and Lumumba, who nobody was like, believed that that was real, but it was, and they're gone. His bottom three, Emily and Molly, who are still in it, Either dance team who are both still in it, and then uh, Tim and Rex, which is the only one you got right. So you got two right so far. Jen, that sounds good. Got a score of three. I do. Yeah, your your bottom three. You have Quentin and Maddie who are still in it. Emily and Molly who are still in it, and you got Rich and Dom. Correct. Your top three: Abby and Will. Obvious sex circumstances. Derek and Claire still in it. Marcus and Michael still in it. I feel like golf scores with like the lower ones better. No. no? Justin has a score of four. Uh, I had Linton and Sharik in the bottom three. They went home fourth. So I had three at the bottom four. Uh, but uh, I had Tim Rex and Rich and Dom. Uh, and the top three, I had Abby and Will, Lewis, Michelle. Uh, and I have Aubrey and David, which I didn't expect to have them there. I thought I picked Quentin and, and Maddie. But um, I, I wound up picking Aubrey and David. Uh, all, Abby and Will are gone. So I have a score of four. And a big right now with a score of five. Woo! James Earl got ah! two of the bottom three with Tim and Rex and uh, Asta and Nina. And then Glenda and Lumumba, who just got eliminated, but they, they didn't make the bottom three. But all three of his top three are still in it. Derek and Claire, Marcus and Michael, Emily and Molly. And we were all like, what? Emily yeah. and what? Molly? I had my dad was question the smartest guy in the world. I know how to read a room. That's the one <laughs> I can do. I can read people. Well, Why do we question? Question the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, I'm not going to question. He's got the most degrees. Uh, what are we doing? All right. So he's certainly got the most. He certainly got the most shirts. <laughs> so much right now. Inside joke. Inside. I love it. Yeah. Yo, uh, Christina Kiska. Thank you so much. I don't know if I said your name earlier, but thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate it. That really means a lot. Thank you. All right. If you guys are listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, we are on all major podcasting networks. You can check it out. Races recap there. All right. So. Coming up in the following weeks, it looks like we are going to be yammy yam packed here with uh, nothing but goody goodies. Uh, next week, we have the twins, Emily and Molly, joining us with uh, a producer from the show for the first time joining us on the phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, Quentin and Maddie should be following them up, and I'm hoping to have Lewis and Michelle for the finale if you guys are available. And that's the setup as Wait, of right now. Producer. Which producer? Are we going to tell you who? Yeah, so I've been asking Matt and Pat every year to come on the show. So there's, there's big producers. There's, you know, the ones that you never see, like, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer. He's never around, right? Yeah. 
And then you got Bertram and Elise. It doesn't get any bigger than that. Then you got Phil and then Matt and Pat. Right? That's kind of like the top five. You know, it's like Bertram, Elise, Phil, Matt and Pat. That's your top five. Nobody's arguing with that. Uh, So Pat quoted something. Like we gave him a shout out in the middle of the thing saying, oh, you know, executive producer of that. Right? So he was like, I heard that or whatever. And then I was like, hey. And he was like, I think it's time I came on the show. And I was like, oh. About damn time. And he's like, but we're filming. You got to get a cardboard cutout of him or something. He's like, but we're filming right now. So as soon as I get back, we'll set something up. And Elise is still coming on uh, for a special episode this season as well. We're working on a date as that. So this is going to be the ending of the races recap for this season. It's going to be incredible. I'm thinking the week after the finale, I'll probably have Matt and Pat, uh, Pat or Elise, one of them for sure. Love it. So that that's... the finale is the first uh, first week of December, first one like this December. The last in November. Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, it's the last in November. It does. It's not in December. Okay. Oh, I, was, I thought the, the November twenty third yeah. is the last episode. So, oh, yeah. Saying there was going to be a left. finale party watch party. Yeah, there's it's only ten long. episodes this season. From from what I know, there's only ten episodes. So. Okay. Hey. Racers from this season to chat. Can we tell him when the finale is? Yeah. Well, I mean, according to I heard there was going to be a huge watch party at Give Kids of the World. That's why the finale part. Oh. And that's the. Oh, that would be so night. cool. Well, there's only ten yeah. episodes. If there's only ten episodes, then it ends November twenty third. Well, they probably won't have it. They probably won't have a Christmas uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Why? Because no, no everybody's home. TV. I, what do you want? I, I, I'm not in TV, guy. What do you want me to tell you? I'm not in TV, guy. <laughs> it's a huge day for for TV. I don't know. I, I think the finale is later. You think it's in December? Is there going to be an 11th episode? Yeah, there, I'm looking at it now. There's four episodes oh, left. There's oh, one on okay. November 9th. So, LaVille Rose, one on November 16th. There's Vamos a la Playa. November 23rd is Don't Let Down. And there's one more after that. There is? December seventh, Lewis put it. So since he said it, a day that will live in infamy, Justin. December seventh. Wrong all the time. (laughs) I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. It just shows it. What do you want me to do? I'm just talking to the veterans. Me and the veterans. Veterans talking about the Wikipedia page has 40 contributors to it. I was just looking at it, assuming that they knew what they were talking about. I'm sorry. Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor Day. But they are going to be going, okay, so France, they're going to go France, <laughs> Iceland, Spain, Nashville then. So that's the next four. So yeah, France, four Iceland. Because they have to get the three teams to the finale, and there are six left, right? So you have three plus the finale. Well, you only get two more eliminations. Yeah, you have three more, Justin. There are six teams. Yeah, but the finale is usually a double, no? The same day? Is any, are any of the races from the season coming to Hot to Reality this year? The Fats of Reality? Hats of reality. Hats of reality. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to get you. James Earl, give me a Boston accent. Say hats of reality. Hats of reality. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Here's uh, Joey. No, southern you swallowed your tongue. <laughs> give, me a, give me a southern accent. Yeah, Howdy Joey. Y'all. Yeah. Why don't y'all come down to this hearts of reality, man? Why don't y'all come down? There's hot reality right now. 
Joey. I talk too, I actually, I talk way too fast for myself. That was worse than his. Th- that now? was worse than his French. <laughs> that was worse than my New York accent. <laughs> All right, I appreciate you guys for joining us. Thank you so much for uh, stopping at the airport and helping out. Uh, you guys are part of the family now. The, uh, there's no getting out of it. You know what I mean. You got to get jumped out. You know what I mean. If you want to, you want out of the family. You got to get jumped out. <laughs> well, I appreciate, we, we appreciate the welcome. Yeah. Who the hell's gonna jump out, Marcus? <laughs> you, you're like, aren't you six three? Jen was like a super athlete too. You guys got this. Yeah, we'll all dive water, and James Earl will come in for the big finish. <laughs> no, James Earl's just gonna he's gonna karate chop like arteries and just knock him out like like a wrestler off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I the recipient of all the violence? <laughs> we just assume Michael's going to be on our side. Take the biggest guy down, Marcus. You got to take the biggest guy down to let him know you're, you're true. Yeah, you don't you don't go after the little guy in prison. You go after the biggest guy, right? And, you, and the little guy, you look at him, you're like, you're going to be on our side now, right? And he's like, all right, cool. We got after Lumumba. <laughs> we think we're going after Kevin Hart. Are we going after the Rock? Who are we going after? <laughs> Who would you go after? <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, right. All right. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Everybody in chat who went crazy with the money today, thank you so much. I can tell you that it will be used for something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't even know where it goes because I never see it. It just goes right into Diana's account. So I don't know. Diana's going to use it for something, uh, hopefully to make the show better. No, I appreciate each and every one of you. I put Joey's link for Give Kids the World in chat. Go donate. It's a great cause. Uh, For any races, it's a great thing to be a part of if you have the time to do it. Experience it at least once. Um, Jen, thank you for helping make this show uh, legit and more beautiful. James Earl, you always make us smarter. I appreciate you. Joey, you always always make us laugh. You always make us laugh, Joey. We appreciate that. And uh, for the races that do join us, uh, you make us a whole. You complete our family. So thank you, Marcus and Michael. And you guys in chat, I appreciate your time. We'll Marcus catch you Michael, next thank week. Thank you. Stay safe out there, boys. Emily and Molly, next hey, week. Hey, thank you all. Thank you all.